Play Subject Thread Podcast. Here's Subject Thread Podcast. Here's where you left off in the latest episode, live. Yo, it's a heavy hitter DJ Wala, and you're now plugged into the Subject Thread Podcast with your host, Nyla Lavelle. Like, there are certain people that have these ability to be independent contractors, self-employed, avenues within the real estate umbrella, because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate. I think a lot of people miss that. Could you tell me what it doesn't help with? <laughs> Medical marijuana, marijuana, period. Lots of people have ideas, but it's can you execute them? Are you dedicated enough to see them through? I like I like that question because with Kanye, I was just talking about this yesterday, and I feel like with, with Kanye, he's like, he does things that we all do behind closed doors. Yeah, I've never been asked that. It's a subject thread podcast. We different here. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Subject Thread Podcast, giving you real dose of storyboard conversations, art, money, culture, and more. Hey, what is up, guys? What is up? Your girl in the building, Nyla Lavelle, for another episode of Subject Thread Podcast, home of the Midnight Drops episodes. So what is up, guys? So basically, you guys like when I do these. You like when I do these. I call them voice memos. They're like my journal entries. So in addition to me writing, I do voice memos where I just kind of like go over my day. So. I'm going to use it for an episode because you guys like them so much. So basically, we've done a lot so far with Subject Thread Podcast since August of 2020. I'm super geeked about the future. I love being an independent owner of this podcast. It is a labor of love for me. And I love amplifying voices of people of color, people that are marginalized entrepreneurs and women-owned businesses that are super successful in real estate, trading, investing, fashion, art, tattoo, culture, cannabis culture. And then we have the other side, which is coexist, where we have conversations about a little bit of everything. So we have conversations about religion, sexuality over there, those type of things that goes on the coexist platform of subject thread podcast. And we have one episode that's under the coexist umbrella. We'll have a couple more actually coming really soon of different kind of conversations to just basically open up people's minds so that we can all live cohesively. Even when I don't agree with certain shit, I still just want to live in harmony with other people. And that's one thing that my dad taught me. My dad taught me a bunch of different things. Okay. I know I've mentioned it before, but my dad was a kingpin, a drug kingpin all through the 80s and and early 90s. So I had a very eclectic life, okay, to say the least. And one thing he told me was that when you're in prison, you have the Aryan nations, you have the Muslims, the Hispanic culture, you have the gays. And he was like, Everybody gets along with each other because we have all one common goal and it's it's the powers that be that we're after. We're not after each other. So even if we agree to disagree, it's cool, but we're all moving in a safe place of respecting each other's issues and then just moving forward collectively. And I thought about that. I was like, damn, what if the world was like that? Like, yo, we can agree to disagree on some matters, but we can all move together because we're not the enemies, right? So basically, humanity 
is really important to me. It always has been. So I was looking at something and this is where I'm going to, you know, get really brainiac on you, really geeked out on you. So basically I was looking at Janet Yellen. Now for the most part, I like Janet Yellen. Okay. And if you're not familiar with Janet Yellen, she's basically like the United States treasury. Okay. And I know her because I'm an active day trader. I've been trading actively since 2015. And just briefly, I trade commodities, currency, indexes, stocks. So I trade a little bit of everything. And I actually love day trading. It's really a beautiful thing that was kept from a lot of people of color. Because remember, we're part of the wealth gap. They didn't want us to know these things. So the reason why there's really a lot of issues going on in the markets, I'm going to tell you why. And I hope you guys can follow me because it's a lot. And I'm only doing like 12 minutes of this episode. So I got like eight minutes left. So basically, she's talking about Bitcoin. And then you have Elon Musk talking about Bitcoin as well. So they're making the markets jump on purpose. It's similar to when Donald Trump used to talk about certain shit and the markets would jump, the currency markets would jump and the stock markets would jump. Like they know how to manipulate the market. So what was going on with GameStop, AMC, et cetera, this is not anything new, okay? I'm a part of day trading groups where we talk about the trades we're going to take. We analyze the markets together during the London sessions, which start at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I'm up for Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And I love it because I'm an entrepreneur, so I I don't sleep. (laughs) And then we talk about stuff during the New York sessions, like the stock market and commodities market, et cetera. These forums are not anything new if you're a trader. And I actually posted this about two or three weeks ago on Instagram. Like if you're a day trader, you're not even falling for the hoopla that's going on in the market with GameStop right now, because we know market manipulation. Currency traders know market manipulation. We know slippage. We know when they don't want to execute a trade at a realistic time. We know when they don't want to hit our stop loss. We know when they prematurely hit our stop loss. But this is a part of day trading investments talk. We know this. So when Robinhood started doing the manipulation, it was like, okay, this is something we're kind of like used to. If you're an active day trader, you know what I'm talking about. Does it happen often? No. Is it rare? Absolutely. But it has happened to at least one of us in our trading journeys, in our trading careers to understand that narrative. So basically, whenever the government or whenever the powers that be cannot control something, they say that it's bad, just like with cannabis years ago. And they were criminalizing people, putting people in jail for 20 and 30 years over cannabis, right? Now, I'm not telling you to go smoke it or not to smoke it or to invest in it or not to invest. And I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to give you a correlation. So anytime they don't have their hands in something, it's deemed bad. Now that they have their hands in the market in terms of cannabis and how they can also make money, it's no longer bad. It's the same thing with cryptocurrency. This is the issue. The powers that be cannot hold and grab it yet. That's why you have hackers that are able to go in and take multi-millions of dollars. I actually talked about this when I had an episode a couple of weeks ago when I was talking to my venture capitalist friend out of Nigeria. We were talking about this, okay? And about how cryptocurrency is still 
a situation where hackers can access it. The government doesn't have a control over it. So now it's deemed bad. So Janet Yellen is like, yo, it's bad. Meanwhile, Elon Musk understands the manipulation of the markets. Okay. So he's like put Bitcoin in his um, bio on Twitter. And then the next day he's basically like, oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of Bitcoin and allow you to use Bitcoin to buy Tesla. And what happens to Bitcoin? It goes up. They know market manipulation. So what they're doing is nothing different from people in the Reddit forum was doing as well. They're having conversations about the market and what instrument they're going to trade. The problem is it's retail traders. Retail traders roughly make about 3% of the trading population. They're not interested in too many more getting in. This is all a numbers game. This is all about secret society. You got to play to win. And when I say secret society, I'm not telling you to go and look up a bunch of conspiracy theories, but you can use your head. People of color, black people were not part of the wealth gap. Okay. We weren't even considered a few human beings. Women's rights, you weren't even able to vote until a hundred years ago. And if you were black, you weren't able to vote until the sixties. You were not a part of this conversation. I want people to understand that. So the more people that are becoming six high six figure earners, because Making 125000 a year is not even it. Actually, even in the state of Georgia, where I'm a dual resident, the rents went up in Atlanta, the metro area, by 12% last year. The average is about 4%. I may be a little bit off of my percentage, but I'm in the right ballpark. Trust me on that. So, you know, I'm talking about high six-figure earners, seven-figure earner people. It wasn't a part of the conversation for people of color. And it definitely wasn't a part of the conversation for women. So now that you have more people that are like waking up in so many areas in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of life, in terms of religion, spirituality, just a bunch of shit, you're going to get a bunch of kickback. So that's what you're seeing right now. Until they get a hold of cryptocurrency and then they can put their rules on it, everything is going to be deemed bad. There's certain stocks that are deemed bad, like there's um, prison private stocks that are part of my portfolio because I understand as long as they can monetize things and put rules on it, then it's no longer bad. You just have to pay attention. The conversation that they're having right now with Robinhood, it was kind of blatant. What Robinhood did was blatant, okay? But that's when you have unregulated brokers and regulated brokers. That's a whole episode. I can't really get into that right now. And I really don't try to give anybody any kind of what you should do in trading or what you should not do in trading. What I can tell you is that the podcast, I try to give as much free information as possible for people for you to follow on your own. We had a stock trader on here. I'm working on some more traders in different instruments and in different fields, working on more real estate investors, working on more entrepreneurial things that people can do to leverage and to grow their portfolios, because that's really the name of the game. You need multiple streams of income. And if this pandemic didn't teach you that, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you. I have friends that work nine to fives, but they have other streams of income coming in. I know doctors, I know lawyers, they have multiple streams of income. Then I know people in the entertainment business, they have multiple streams of income. Everybody that knows that they need to have it needs to have it. Only 10% of the population deems themselves self-employed. It's only 10% and that's of the US. So you got to really get your head into, you know, really what's going on. 
The markets are about speculation. So when people are talking and doing these things, this is a part of the markets. I don't get my feathers ruffled. Any day trader or any experienced person, we don't care. We know that this is fundamentals. It's called fundamentals. We understand what's happening. So, you know, do your research. Being successful in investing and day trading does not happen overnight. I always emphasize this. I think it's reckless, though, when you have traders investors that post and make it seem like it's easy. It's not, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you, but once you get it and you learn it, you can take it with you for the rest of your life. It is something that I don't have to ever show my face and I'll be fine. It's an industry where it's not consumer based, meaning I don't have to sell someone something. I don't have to be anybody's face. I can just make money from the beach, from my house. You can just do whatever you need to do to make money. And once you learn one instrument, one sector, you can apply your charts to all of these sectors. But you do have to learn. It does take some time. But I look at it like this, and I'm going to wrap this up. If you can go work a nine to five for someone for 10, 15, 20 years, then you can take one, two, three, four, five years to invest in yourself to learn other avenues. So that's basically all I had to say about Bitcoin, about what happened with GameStop, about trading entrepreneurship and really learning the markets and understanding, you know, what it's all about. And yeah, Janet Yellen, you know, for the most part, I do like Janet Yellen. Let's be clear. But what she's doing right now is it's a form of market manipulation. What Elon Musk is doing, he's extremely a smart, brilliant man. He knows exactly what he's doing at all times. So you guys really got to get into it. But that's why I put out two or three weeks ago, daily things that I look at, daily apps, daily websites that I'm assigned to in terms of the Wall Street Journal, in terms of Bloomberg, Forex, uh, Forex Calendar.com and Forex Factory and just different things that I apply to my life on a normal basis because I know what's going on. And even if I didn't day trade, I still would want to know what's going on in the economy, especially the United States, because I live here. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for supporting Subject Thread Podcast. I am out. I hope you learned a little bit. I'll put some of this stuff in the description of what I talked about. And yeah, that's all I got to say on that. Peace out, y'all. Y'all be safe out here. Peace.